Welcome to the Abrams Boxing Show, powered by Last Out Media and brought to you by www.15rounds.com, the worldwide leader in boxing news. Also, Abrams Boxing PR Media Broadcasting, the industry standard for boxing media relations and play-by-play broadcasting. Also, check out www.abramsboxing.com, Abrams Boxing on YouTube, as well as M. Abrams Boxing on Twitter and Mark Abrams Boxing on Instagram. Hello, everyone. I'm Mark Games. Who's just made his professional debut in You had a chance to catch up with him after he won his professional debut. Last weekend, we had a lot of, uh, a lot of good fights, a lot of... Uh, Fights of significance, and the most significant of all of them was the very anticipated WBO Junior Lightweight Championship match that saw Emmanuel Navarrete go to 38-1 as he scored a 12-round unanimous decision over former two-division world champion Oscar Valdez. Valdez now 31-2. That took place at the Desert Diamond Arena in Glendale, Arizona. Uh, Navarrete, uh, his punch output was relentless on... Uh, Oscar Valdez. Valdez's uh, eye, his right eye, was was severely ja- damaged. Uh, maybe he broke his orbital bone, and maybe his eye was uh, swollen shut. Uh, Valdez did have some some uh, success in the later rounds, but it really wasn't enough. As there was some some good two way action that Navarrete uh, got the uh, got the better of. Scores were one sixteen, one twelve, one eighteen, one ten, and. 119-109. Uh, I, don't, I don't think it was 119-109. Maybe 117-111, 116-112 I could see. But Emmanuel Navarrete over Oscar Valdez, you know, on that fight. Yes, Valdez made it. A little interesting down the stretch, but it was all, for the most part, Emmanuel Navarrete in Glendale, Arizona. The co-feature saw 2016 Olympian Lindalfo Delgado go to 18-0 as he uh, scored a, 12, a 10-round M's decision over Jair Valtierra. Valtierra now 16-3. and That was the co-feature scores for 99-91 twice and 98-92 for Lindalfo Delgado. Saturday uh, afternoon here in the United States, evening in England, uh, former two-time heavyweight champion world Anthony Josh went to 26-3, and scored his 23rd knockout as he knocked out late substitution Robert Hellenius. Hellenius now 32-5, and went round seven. That was at the O2 Arena in London, England. Uh, the first six-plus rounds, a you know, pretty pedestrian fight. Saw one on Twitter saying, uh, you know, writing Joshua off, he's – He's done. He's been where he's going. He's it's 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 over for Joshua. Then he you know towards the end of round five, round six, he started you know doing a little bit more. And round seven, he landed a huge right hand that knocked Hellenius squarely out um, on his back, and the fight was over. Rumors now of a fight between Anthony Joshua and uh, Deontay Watering a pickup steam maybe for late in the year or maybe early in two thousand twenty four. Co-feature saw 
Uh, former heavyweight title challengers Darren Chisora scored a 30, uh, scored his 34th victory against 12 losses. 10 round unanimous decision over Gerald Washington. Uh, Washington uh, is now 26 and 1. Uh, Chisora has come off his fir- first uh, the, the rematch with uh, Tyson Fury that happened in December. He pressed the action throughout the fight. The 41-year-old uh, Washington, uh, he had some moments in the fight, uh, had some good moments with his jab and right hand. Scores were 97-94, 96-94, and 98-93 for Derek Chisora. Undefeated IBF number one ranked heavyweight in the world, Philip Herjevich went to 16-0, notched his 13th knockout, scored a 12th round, uh, 12th round stoppage over IBF number 13, WBO number 14, Dempsey McKean. McKean now 22 and 1. Uh, Herjevich is now, will keep his mandatory spot and uh, will look forward to the winner of the Alexander Usyk Daniel Dubois fight on Dece- on uh, August 26. Wasn't really a, a fight, much like the Chisora fight. Not much happened. Herjevich rocked McKean uh, once, I believe it was round nine. There's a lot of holding. Finally, round 12, a right hand. To the jaw by Herjevich uh, on McKean. McKean kind of dumped into the ropes. Referee stopped the fight mercifully. Former world champion um, Emmanuel Rodriguez, Saturday night on Showtime uh, from the MGM uh, National Harbor in Oxenhill, Maryland. Emmanuel Rodriguez went to 22-2. He uh, won an easy 12-round average decision over Melvin Lopez to win the IBF, the vacant IBF Bantamweight Championship, formerly held by Nayo Inouye. All, all four of his belts now that he uh, uh, vacated at 118 pounds are now uh, filled in. Uh, Rodriguez uh, just outworked Lopez during the fight. Uh, Rodriguez had a swollen eye, but he fought through that. Scores were uh, 120 to 105. Lopez went down three times in the 12th round, made it to the final bell. He said scores were 120 to 105 on all cards. And a about between undefeated super lightweights, Gary Antoine Russell made it still perfect. 17-0, 17 knockouts, stopped Kent Cruz in the first round. That was the co-feature about live on Showtime. Cruz was dropped twice. 239 was the time of the uh was the time of the stoppage. This is Russell's eighth eighth first round stoppage. He's a, he's gonna be a real player in that 140-pound division. The fight I may want to see him maybe in a fight or two. I don't know if Russell's quite ready. Would be a Subriel Matias fight. Matias is gonna fight uh Ergashab next, but maybe we'll get a a Matias Gary Russell fight. You know, how about Gary Russell and, and Jerome Boots Ennis? They were amateur rivals. He may, I mean, th- those must have been some fights uh, between those two guys because those are maybe two of the best young fighters in the business right now. In the opening bout on the Showtime triple header, 36 year old two time Olympian Gabriel Maestri went to six on one, five knockouts, scored an upset as he uh, took out highly regarded uh, Trayvon Marshall. Marshall now eight and one, second round stoppage. Maestre dropped Marshall hard in the second round and finished him off. Uh, another knockdown uh, uh, into the ropes. Time was 206. Maestre now ranked number seven. He was as much as an eight to one underdog. And uh, this is supposed to be a fight that Marshall is going to look good in. And we're going to be talking about him on Monday morning. Instead, is Gabriel Maestre, who, you know, may get in line for a world title shot. We shall see. Uh, also undefeated uh, Friday night, undefeated WBO number two ranked 130 pounder Albert Bell stopped Presco uh, Carcosia. Carcosia now 11 3 1 9 knockouts after five rounds at the OT Arena in Atlanta. The 
uh, overtime boxing series at week two. Bell scored a knockdown in round five, and uh, uh, Carcosia's corner said, uh, had enough. That fight was over, and uh, Bell uh, won the you know won, won the fight, and he keeps his number two ranking. On Wednesday night, super featherweight eliminator Isaac uh, Otar Oronesian with the 14-0 with seven knockouts as he defeated uh, former world champion Roger Gutierrez. Gutierrez now 27-5-1. That took place at the White Sands Event Center Plant uh, City, Florida. Uh, Aronosian rocked Gutierrez in round one. Uh, Gutierrez, you know, dropped Aronosian in round two. Uh, Aronosian wasn't uh, deterred as he continued to pressure Gutierrez. Gutierrez had deducted a point for holding. Um, Aronosian uh, scored a knockdown in round 10 and then finished him off. The bout was stopped after the 10th uh, and final round. Uh, Thursday night, New York undefeated flyweights were in action. Andy Dominguez scored a six-round majority decision to go to 10-0 over Mohamed Arieti. That took place Thursday night at Sony Hall in New York City. Scores were 58-56 twice and 57-57. Friday night, I was in St. Louis to see Vaughn Alexander, the middleweight, score a first-round knockout uh, over Brian Chavez of Argentina. So Vaughn Alexander is going to look for another opportunity, maybe upset a, a big fighter. He's, he's already got a couple of those, Money Pound. He uh, also defeated uh, Luis Arias as well. An interesting fighter made his professional debut on the card, a, a fighter by the name of Akeem Cheatham. Cheatham uh, was a 23-time national amateur. He uh, He's a, an actor. He's going to be in a movie. We're going to talk about that in the interview. So get to know Akeem Cheatham. 23-time national amateur champion. I'm sure you don't want to hear about that too much now because you're you're a 1-0 professional, Akeem Cheatham. Win second-round stoppage here in St. Louis. Uh, talk about it. I mean, it was just uh, it was a good opportunity, and um, I couldn't get any fights, so I was so grateful that I was able to get this one. And I'm glad I got finally in there and got to see what it's like and feel how it is and see how the punches feel, and I'm excited. I had a lot of fun. You fought a guy uh, probably probably didn't have the greatest technique, you know, a little awkward in there. First round you came out, uh, you just wanted to feel him out in the first round, basically, see what, see what he was or wasn't going to do? Um, if I'm being totally honest, I wanted to, I, I just wanted him to survive. Like, I can tell within the first five seconds, it wasn't going to be nothing. So I was giving him grace, seeing how he reacted to punches, and the second round I just was trying to get him out of there. They were both uppercuts, I believe, uh, with both knockdowns. Yeah, I'm not really satisfied with, you know, how it went because, in my opinion, I mean, he, he quit. I wanted it to be a cold knockout. That's how I want a lot of my fights to be. You, uh, like you said, you had trouble get, making your pro debut. You finally got it out of the way. Any plans yet right, for the second fight? Uh, I plan to have the second fight as soon as possible. Um, just keep racking up wins, keep entertaining the fans, keep entertaining all the world, and, hell, we'll see, we'll see what comes next. I know you... Uh, your family's from Philadelphia. Philadelphia's a pretty hot town. Would you like to fight there? I would love to fight in Philly. I would love to fight in Philly. But I was raised out in Vegas, and to me, Vegas is always going to be my home. So I, I want to fight in Vegas next, uh, make my way to Philly, just fight in front of my people, my family. Well, what is next for you is a movie on August 17th on Tubi called Rock the Boat. Uh, you want to tell the fans out there about it? Yeah, I got my small feature, but it's an important one. You can definitely see me. I'm not a background or anything. Um, I'm playing young Jalil and uh, Rock the Boat August 17th. I'm super excited for that. 
Um, I feel like I'm going to have a lot more opportunities coming in the movie industry and the film world, period. And I, I can't wait to mix boxing and uh, film together and, and make something special the world hasn't seen before. Why where, do people, where do people find you on social media? Um, Akeem Cheatham on Instagram. If you don't know how to spell it, it's A-K-E-E-M-C-H-E-A-T-H-A-M. And Akeem the Boxer on TikTok. And yeah. There you have it. Congratulations. First uh, wins the first pro debut, and uh, hope we'll see you very soon back in the ring. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be great. Congratulations. There you have it, Akeem Cheatham, who made a successful pro debut. You can see he's a, a very uh, a kid who um, very can relate to, to, to the public, very articulate, and... Um, from what I understand, he, he's going to be, I didn't really get to see much because he was in with a, a no hope or in there, but he's got skills. He's got quicks in there. So I'll be interested in tracking the career of a team Cheatham. Saturday night. I was also uh, in Des Moines, Iowa. I caught a fight for BXNG TV. So uh, they check that out. Those fights. That was a good fight by 15th round promotions. This week, not a huge week, uh, MVP prospects will have Nestor Bravo taking on Will Madera. The overtime elite series on the zone, they're going uh, to be like against each other uh, pretty much all, all, all uh, on Friday night. Uh, you'll see um, – who will we see on, on there? We're going to have uh, – I know um, Kurt Scobie is going to be on there, the uh, – Good-looking 140-pound fighter that we that uh, fought on Showbox, uh, Money Pal the fourth, uh, will be on the card. Uh, Leanna Cruz, who we've had on the show before, uh, Asis Stevens, and uh, Javier Zamoran will also uh, will be on the card as well. So uh, Friday night live on the Zone. That's uh, pretty much where you're going to want to be uh, this weekend uh, with. Um, those two prospects here is a good thing about the zone. You can watch the other one either the next, you know, later that night or the next day. So that's a, it's a pretty cool thing to be able to watch uh, all these young prospects come up uh, pretty, pretty much together. So, I mean, I'm looking forward to uh, seeing a Friday night, Saturday night, uh, BXNG TV be live from uh, North Jersey. John Leonardo will be in the main event. Also, Massachusetts between uh, Stephen Sumter and James Perkins, a couple of undefeated, uh, a couple of undefeated uh, super middleweights will be uh, in action uh, against each other in, in a really interesting fight from Granite Chin Promotions. So, a couple of new, actually, more than a couple of news items this week. Uh, let me just get to the news items real quickly as we're coming across the screen. Uh, got them right here. Okay. Couple, yeah, yeah, sorry about that. We had the press conference yesterday in New York City to officially announce Canelo Alvarez taking on Jamel Charlo. That would take place June, uh, September 30th at the T Mobile Arena in Las Vegas. Two undisputed champions uh, in uh, their uh, uh, going at it. Matchroom announced a bunch of events that will take place in the United States and Mexico for the second half of 2023, live on the zone. On September 15th, Angel Fierro, uh, 21-1-2, will take on Brian Zamparipa, 13-1 in Tijuana, Mexico. WBO uh, and w, for the NABA, uh, WBO, NABO Lightweight Championship. On, on November the 18th, Diego Pacheco 
Uh, the undefeated super middleweight, 1960 knockouts, would take on Marcelo Corsaris. Corsaris, you remember the guy who dropped Edgar Belongas? That would be an interesting uh, fight. December 16th, Jesse Rodriguez will take on Sonny Edwards for the uh, IBF and WBO World Flyweight titles. Uh, WBA regular, in, in other news, WBA regular minimum weight champion Eric Rosa will be back in the ring after a one uh, almost a 20-month layoff. He'll take on Venezuelan challenger Orlando Pino, 14-1, eight knockouts. Uh, uh, Rosa has been going through a whole thing with the Thamian Yonama thing of Thailand. The fight was supposed to happen two or three times. All kinds of craziness, but he's going to stay busy while that gets worked out. As we mentioned, Canelo Alvarez will take on Jamel Charlo. Tickets are now available uh, through AXS.com. Use the code PBC. Uh, that will be for the pre-sale. Again, the fight takes place on September 30th in Las Vegas. Some other news items this week. Um, let me see here. Other news we, not other news items. We just uh, – now one more fight card was announced September 23rd in Orlando, Florida. Richardson Hitchens takes on Jose Zapata. That's a very interesting fight. That will be for the WBC Silver and IBF North American Super Lightweight titles as well as – a battle for the uh, unification in uh, the welterweight division between Jessica McCaskill and Sandy Ryan. So that's our show for the week, a little abbreviated show. I'd like to thank Akeem Cheatham for joining us this week, and uh, we'll be back with a big show next week as we uh, get ready for a lot of things. Dubois and Usyk will will be uh, previewing that fight. So I want to thank everyone for joining us. Join us next week on the Abrams Boxing Show.